Yo, welcome back. My name is Rob Wong. Let's talk about Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish is upset about men's physiques. I'm going to quote her on this. Nobody ever says a thing about men's bodies. If you're muscular, cool. If you're not, cool. If you're rail thin, cool. If you have a dad bod, cool. If you're pudgy, love it. Everybody is happy with it. You know why? Because girls are nice. They don't give a fuck because we see people for who they are. I mean, first of all, I kind of get it. We've all been in a position before where we're so upset by something, we just start throwing out big sweeping generalities. This is actually one of the number one signs that someone is triggered and not thinking using their logical brain. However, when you have as large of a platform as Billie Eilish has, it isn't responsible to throw out stuff like this, especially when it's wrong on so many different accounts. There are a few implications here that I have a problem with. The first is that society doesn't have any standards on men's physiques. The implication is that women aren't critical of men's body types, builds, or physiques. The third is the implication that women are globally nice and they don't care about how people look outwardly because they see true pe- <laughs> because they see through straight to people's souls and that's how they choose people. And one of many areas where all three of these implications are patently untrue is the world of dating. But let's just start off with societal expectations first, because I think that one's the easiest to disprove and talk about. And all you have to do is crack open any comic book, and you can see a pretty clear societal expectation about the kind of build that men are supposed to have. In general, the builds are very muscular and fit, although occasionally you'll have someone that's a thinner build, but they'll also be muscular. Anytime that you see a man that's out of shape shown on TV or in cartoons, he's basically also as dumb as a bag of rocks. Think Homer Simpson. I think it's fair to say that societally men sometimes get less flack than women for being out of shape, but I think it's unfair to imply that there's no pressure at all to be a certain physique. The second issue here is of course with women dating and selecting men. Again, the quote kind of implies that women don't really choose that way, and I think that's patently untrue. I've lost track of the number of profiles that I've seen that say swipe left if you're under six foot. And I've had women gleefully tell me about the 666 rule where they're only going to date guys who are at least six foot, that have a six figure income, and also a six inch cock. I hate to break it to you, but two out of those three are physical attributes. <laughs> and they're also physical attributes that people can't generally change. If the implication here is that women are less shallow than men, then I'm afraid <laughs> there's no evidence of that. Here's what science has to say about that. Multiple studies using speed dating, personal ads, and online dating consistently find physical attractiveness and height to be among the strongest predictors of women's selections of a potential date or partner. This persists when controlling for other factors, <laughs> including how much they make, socioeconomic status. These things are consistent. Research conducted by evolutionary psychologists has found clear patterns suggesting that women have innate preferences for potential mates showing signs of health, strength, and genetic fitness indicated by physical qualities. Large-scale analysis of dating websites' messaging patterns found that women overwhelmingly favor initiating contact, that is chasing, with more attractive men based on looks rating. Whereas men had equal contacts rates regardless of women's looks ratings. This points to women being very willing to chase and initiate with men that they find physically attractive, whereas men are less choosy in general. 
They may not be talking with everyone, but they are talking with a wider diaspora. Apparently there are even studies that observe actual dating decisions versus stated preferences, and most heterosexual women overwhelmingly still choose dates based primarily on physical attractiveness. Women are not less shallow than men. In fact, they have so much competition for their attention they can afford to be more shallow. Now, I don't consider this to be a damning thing. I think people should date based off of physical attractiveness at least as one factor that they're considering. If they're completely ignoring personality, that's a fail. And I think these articles seem to hint at that, but I don't think that's the conclusion that one can draw. It's just that women have so much choice that they're able to choose based off of physical attractiveness, and then they can later see whether or not the personality is actually a fit. But Billie Eilish, you can't go around trying to imply that women are less shallow than men, because there's very little evidence to back that up. But even if we were to just take marriage data, let's look at all the couples that make it all the way to the end, right? And maybe that's about 50% of marriages. They live and die together. Well, when you reach the age of 70, 80, 90 years old, both partners aren't looking their best, which means that both partners need to adjust to their partner's looks and really begin operating based off of their energy, who they are, their personality. But that's not something that women are exclusively doing. In order to maintain the partnership, the men have to do this too. And as a reality check for you men listening right now who are getting more and more convinced that the only thing that you need to do is maximize your looks, we'll talk about that again later, drop that notion right now. As I implied before, looks will get your foot in the door. You can be the best looking guy in the world, but if you're a giant doucher, then you aren't going to last very long. And while it's true, being very attractive physically is a big advantage. Let's say that you do have a relationship and you manage to get it off the ground. I've been in situations where women have found me extremely attractive, but the fact that I hadn't gotten a handle on my personality at that point in my life meant that I was actively sabotaging those relationships from within. But back to the subject matter at hand. There's a really good reason why any guy who wants to get back onto the dating scene will almost immediately hit the gym. And of course, like we mentioned before, there are the most recent trends of looks maxing, mewing, and in general, a lot more men paying a lot more attention to their physical appearance, the condition of their skin, and how they're doing their hair. I think the reality of this situation is that we as men engage in these behaviors because we recognize that there's a lot of competition out there. That if we want to date the partner of our dreams, then we need to be putting in extra work in order to stay competitive. And if that doesn't point to societal pressure to maintain a certain physiological standard of appearances, build, musculature, then I don't know what is. Pressure to appear with a certain physique, regardless of who or where it's coming from, is still pressure to appear with a certain physique. And I've seen posts on social media where women are thinking that men can get a build like Chris Hemsworth and Thor by just going to the gym and doing a few push-ups. I think the full quote went something like, I don't get why men don't go to the gym when they could look like this just from lifting a few weights. Meanwhile, it's Chris Hemsworth after he dropped 10 pounds in water weight and was also on steroids for two months. I think the fact is that male and female bodies both have ridiculous standards being applied to them. They most certainly aren't equal and they most certainly aren't equivalent, but the fact that they're ridiculous still remains. 
The final implication of this quote here is around girls being nice and that they see people for who they are. I think this paints women in an overly generalized, broad, philanthropic, fairy godmother kind of light. But I think the truth is we all know women who don't operate that way, including you, Billie Eilish. And to be honest, I think you know better. I think that this was a quote misspoken in a moment of heated passion, and it's not actually something that you really mean or know to be true. Women are jerks to men that they don't like. Sometimes men can be overly persistent and rapey when they pursue women. It pays off to be more of a dickbag when you're turning down men, but the point still remains that you're being a dickbag when you're turning down certain men that you don't find attractive, which we've already established is mostly based off of physical attraction, at least in the very beginning. Let's say we buy into that, right? Let's say for a moment that women are philanthropic angels. And they date men that they're not physically attracted to because they just see the dude's soul, right? And I'm here to tell you ahead of time that is something that you objectively do not want. For a long time, I operated by this standard for being a nice human being, dating some women that I was not physically attracted to. And the end result of that was incredibly damning. I regret doing it. Because those women walked away hurt. They could tell that I was not attracted to them, and I was still with them. And if you're a guy listening to this podcast right now, raise your hand if you would want to be in a relationship where you knew for a fact that your romantic partner was not interested in you physically at all. She likes your personality, but she doesn't think your body is sexy, period. No takers? I think the truth of the matter is that for all but a very select group of individuals who experienced extreme sexual trauma and therefore are not interested in sex, or were born without any sex drive whatsoever, most of us would be deeply hurt by being put in this situation. It's not actually being nice at all. Instead, it's a bit like being in a relationship with someone who's constantly, every second that they're with you, telling you that you are not attractive through their body language, through the way that they look at you, through their reluctance to have sex with you, period. I think we can all easily tell when someone is forcing themselves to do something that they don't want to do. And the last place we want to see that kind of behavior is in the bedroom. Is there anyone out there that enjoys unenthusiastic blowjobs? I kind of have my doubts. Now, this isn't dismissing any of the ridiculous societal standards that we in the United States and elsewhere put on women. Women feel so much pressure to be beautiful and attractive throughout the generations that it's come to such ridiculous practices as rubbing coal onto their eyelids or putting on makeup that was made entirely out of lead. Yes, the lead that can make you get brain damage and then die. And it goes beyond physical standards too. Women have just had to live in fear of men who are physically stronger and bigger than them. There's that consistent fear of, oh crap, what if I upset a guy? And what is he going to do to me if he's upset? And I have to imagine that that's been a fear that women have carried around with them ever since the dawn of our species. There is no arguing that women have had a hard time throughout history. But that doesn't mean that men aren't also having a hard time. Or that none of them are capable of treating women with respect regardless of how they physically appear. 
So while I'm not personally upset with Billie Eilish, there isn't going to be any childish eye-rolling anytime that her song comes on on the radio. I also didn't want to let this one slide without fact-checking it. So there you have it. My name is Rob Wong, this is The Great Tate Guy, and if you got something out of this episode, definitely let me know. Drop me a comment, leave a like, hit subscribe if you really enjoyed it, and I will catch you next episode, next Tuesday, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. Thanks for being here. Love you. Peace.